This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. And same with the wide receivers right now. One of the things that I've really liked over the last few games, TV is more involved. Um, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, they look at his, his production over the last few years. Is he the same Tyler Boyd? But over the last few games, seeing him in the end zone, seeing him make those, you know, key catches, it's just been really fun to see what the production on the Tyler Boyd side. Yeah. Um, so Tyler Boyd's touchdown, I thought was really good on a few things. It was kind of classic Tyler Boyd to me. What they did was they were in a bunch. The other two guys were gone. It's a three person all tight together type of uh, look. And the other two receivers cleared out and he comes up and he, he is really, really good at changing his tempo and pace on runs. You can think of it almost like basketball where guys will like slow down so that when they accelerate, it's, you know, more, it's more devastating. It's more, uh, it feels like more burst than it actually is, but he slows down, hesitates, and that just gets the corner on his heels. I'm feeling back like, okay, which way is this guy going? If you just go up there and run the route, the cornerback can feel that in rhythm and go with him when you hesitate and change your tempo and change the timing of everything, you kind of get that cornerback off his game. And that's what he did was hesitated and then burst go. He gets behind him and catches a perfectly thrown pass for the touchdown. Yeah. I thought Boyd was good in this game. He had that tight window catch. He had a few middle of the field catches. All the receivers I thought were good to you had some good catches chase was good other than the ball security issue i mean chase was great other than the ball security issue mm-hmm. uh still might have been the best receiver on the in the game but yeah yeah i mean when you win a game like this I, I feel like not a lot negative to point out um but when you look at receivers it, it was great it really feels like charlie jones um they they do have one roster spot open with chase brown on the short-term ir that charlie jones will be called up this week i know he's been on the rehab field over the last few weeks um which would be absolutely huge for special teams but when you think of yoshi and two touchdowns in two weeks i i know they might have been easy catches but yoshi still made football moves to get it and i thought he was he was really fun over the last few games and when it comes to his production 
it's nice that Joe has all of these different options to throw to. You know, you get Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd out there, and then Yoshi's going to be available in the red zone. It really changes things with your offense. And what did you think about Yoshi in this game? I mean, really just the one play is what we'll look at, and it's an out of structure. He works to the back of the end zone in structure. So then the corner is basically trying to box him and keep him inside of that corner. Like you're not going anywhere else. So Yoshi looks like he's going to run across the back of the end zone. And after like one step that way, it basically uses as a jab step, works back inside and works across to the front pylon. Again, makes himself friendly to the quarterback, which I talked about a bit on the reaction pod. Uh, That's, good that's good quarterback that's good wide receiver play make yourself friendly to the quarterback that's a veteran move and then shows really good body control i think that's something that gets underrated with wide receivers all the time but the Bengals really really value that trait it's probably the main thing they look for in my opinion based off of what their wide receiver core looks like uh gets both feet down scores a touchdown and it's again out of structure uh would love to see something in structure but out of structure veteran moves, making himself friendly to the quarterback. He's playing at a really high level for a sixth round pick. And I feel like it's, man, when you think about the wide receivers that are going to be active on game day, it starts getting hard, right? Because Trent Irwin was also good in this game. I mean, there was not a bad receiver that played in this game. Wide receiver. I mean, eligible receiver, we don't need to talk about, but wide receivers, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they were all good. It's so hard to think of like, well, where do Charlie Jones's offensive snaps come in? I don't know. I honestly don't know because I'm excited to see Charlie Jones return kicks again. It's going to be fun to see that yeah. because his production was there uh, before he was right before he got injured. So that's going to be really fun to see on special teams. But uh, you probably want to make him a part of the offense too at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be some, I would say the Bengals are in a good position when it comes to the wide receiver room with having these rookies definitely step up and it'll be good to get Charlie Jones back out there. I do want to hit on uh, two more things on the offense and then we'll move on. Joe Mixon, you know, they're, they're, it's it's kind of crazy. I know that the comparisons we're seeing out there, all that talk this off season about Jonah Williams and Joe Mixon, it seems so silly after a game like that and just all season long. It's, it's a good thing when those players are performing at a high level. And it was so good to see that out of Joe Mixon. Yeah. I've never felt better about my takes than when I said, yeah, they should, they'll both be the starter week one. And I would keep, I would keep both. Like they're both good players. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mixon was really good in this game <clears throat> and the blocking was also good, but and Tony Romo pointed this out is that uh, towards the end of the game on that, I think it was a put away drive. Yeah, the mix and rushing touchdown was basically the nail in the coffin, I think. So that was all duo, and duo is such a running back's run where the running back is the one who is uh, going to make the move, make the guy miss, and cause that to become a high positive play or a negative play. The O-line does so much, it gets a vertical push, and if all Mixon did was just run into the back of the O-line and pick up four yards each time, then I wouldn't be saying this. But he bounced a couple of them, and that's when it becomes a real running back to play. And it was Nick Bosa who actually missed the tackle on the touchdown, outstretched, reaching for him, and he made him miss. And once you make that end miss and you're in the low red zone like that, the goal line area, it's it's well, we saw it. He could dance into the end zone. <laughs> uh, running back run, and that was, that was the biggest example of Mixon's – it felt like a renewed energy. You know, he was running over Dre Greenlaw. He was 
explosive. He was powerful. Um, I think just everything you look for with Joe Mixon and why he at one point was voted what I think uh, the a top five running back by the NFL scouts, GMs, coaches when ESPN did that poll. It was all there. Like this was the guy that was voted that high. And now he has a better offensive line he's running behind. I know the stats aren't always there for him, like the raw stats, but they were in this game. <laughs> I'm going to check real quick. I have it opened up because I was going to look at something else. But, uh, yeah, his yards per carry is on, what, 16 of 87. I can't do that quick math in my brain. 5.4, five-point yards per carry. And it was even higher than that before halftime. I think after the half, they kind of got into – their normal runs they're like tight zone duo tight zone duo early on they kind of varied things a little bit they had a tackle trap they had a normal trap they ran some toss plays in there which they ran one after the half too but uh yeah Mixon was great and i thought that he was a big reason why the offense was able to stay ahead of the chains so well um which we talked a lot about where they didn't really face third down very often they weren't great on third down in this game in but it didn't really matter. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, kind of uh, one more thing with the offense. And it was one of the things that I was still a little concerned about. I know a lot of people were getting excited about it at practice last week or even going into the bye that maybe they should go under center with Joe Burrow. And I was like, ooh, I don't know how this is going to look. Um, but how did you feel? How did you feel after the rewatch? I felt good. I felt good. I Now, to me, the run game didn't get better under center. Um, I think – there was some in, there was some interesting stuff in there, and I was very very glad. Like the run game wasn't terrible under center. That was one of my worries was they were going to get under center, and a lot of these guys are wide zone guys. Even though they don't have the horses for it, I thought maybe they would just try it because that's what they did from pistol, and that kind of made me upset. So I was like, come on, run your runs from pistol. You don't need to run wide zone. Got under center, and it wasn't all wide zone. It was great. They had a bend play, which is like a zone look that's designed to cut back. Uh, that went for a big gain. That was from under center. They ran lead zones, some toss plays, a lot of good stuff from under center. In my opinion, I thought the only bad stuff, they ran a jet sweep from under center, the Tyler Boyd, that was really good. And I thought that was smart because what they're doing in this game to me in the run game was making the 49ers think their pass rush. Think when you run jet sweep, they ran, they ran draw, they ran, crack toss, all of this does is to try to soften that pass rush where those are – and bend too, that bend play. Those are all plays that are designed to punish you and trap. Oh, sorry. almost Every play I mentioned basically, they're all designed to punish you if you get too far upfield. So the 49ers are one of those teams kind of like the Browns where they love penetration. They love firing off the ball. They love getting after, you know – Stop the run on the way to the quarterback, basically. Like, we're going to get penetration. We're going to ruin it that way. They kept getting upfield, and the Bengals kept making them pay for it. So 
I thought it was a really smart run game plan, worked out really well. And when you look at it overall, um, when all of that's cooking together, that felt like a big reason why, the, you know, the offensive line did great in the run game and it helped them in the pass game because then Nick Bosa is, you know, he's remembering Ben. He was the guy culprit on the Ben play. They let him get upfield and Irv Smith, I believe was the blocker. He didn't really have to do much. He just kind of like got in his way. <laughs> like, you know, you're not going to make the play through me because you're so far upfield. That was awesome. Like that's such a smart way to attack. You know, these guys are firing off the ball like that. I think that helps Orlando Brown later in the game where Nick Bosa is now lining up. He's ready to fire off the ball. And just like that little bit in his mind, he's like, I gave up a 15 yard run because I fired off the ball and tried to get after the quarterback here. Like maybe I, you know, slow it down, still get penetration, still fire off the ball, but I can't go completely reckless. And just that tiny bit slower movement is going to help Orlando Brown be able to stay in front of him. The last thing I'll say about the offense, I'm just, I'll never forgive Ron Torbert for the call in the Super Bowl, and I'll never forgive him for not allowing Teddy Karras to run it in for a touchdown. Just watching that. Definitely race. a touchdown. I mean, we'll never know, but in my he, unbiased opinion, I thought he was he you know, there were, there were a couple safeties back there, but I think he was about to throw a spin move on Hafunga, maybe give a stiff arm to the other one on his way into the end zone. <sighs> I'm that it devastates me because we would play that on loop all the time. I know uh, Jamar Chase had fun with it today. He screenshot his against the Chiefs in uh, 2022, that January game, and he had Teddy Karras, and he said, "Ted, 12 miles per hour." Uh, would, would love would love to see him run it in, but he didn't get to do it. So 